With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming down the aisle. It's time to farm. Who the hell are you to tell the chop anything? Yeah! He has broken it! And that's the bottom line. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Katie Dirks. Katie Dirks, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, although you're not that good because we're going to play an audio clip of Dwight Howard after uh... the Lakers won the NBA championship. And you, I said, Katie, I have a great... And we were going to do this for like play of the week or <laughs> you whatever. You were genuinely excited about it. I was so excited uh, that thankfully something happened in the Dodgers game, so this won't be the play of the week. But Mike, but oh my God, Dwight Howard, he gave a very impassioned speech after the Los Angeles Lakers won their 17th NBA title. Oh my God, it's so many. Uh, they're tied with the Lakers. They both have 17 titles. And, uh, you know, the Knicks, Knicks, got, the Knicks got one or two. You know. The Knicks are doing okay. And, yeah, the Knicks are doing great. Yeah, the Knicks are pretty good too, right? <laughs> um, so the Los Angeles Lakers, they won the NBA championship. Uh, that was huge. The Heat showed up. We got to love Jimmy Buckets. I love that Heat squad. And who knows what happens with Miami. Obviously, there's a few key free agents out there a lot of Antetokounmpo Giannis Antetokounmpo talk where the hell is he going to end up if he would go to some place like a Golden State or Miami I'm impressed that you nailed his last name I can't I worked at that one that was a good that's a good one I I spelled it out phonetically and I was listening I said I want to get this right and it turns out I I succeeded this yeah. one time I succeeded at something so the Lakers they won it LeBron's got four Giannis's younger brother, ironically enough, has the first championship of the Antetokounmpo family. Mm-hmm. He got a ring with the Lakers, even though he didn't play. And J.R. Smith, once again, needs to just like, he needs to treat LeBron James like Lars Sullivan treated that man and that wonderful sex story that they created wow. on best friend, what was it, boyfriendtv.com, which I, I watched the video and it was powerful. I did not see that uh, that analogy coming. You didn't, but you did watch the video of Lars, right? There's a lot of people making fun of Lars Sullivan, but I say I didn't. he was a hunk. I watched you watch it. You didn't Is watch it. Weird? You made me watch it. <laughs> to be fair, I, I did Google it willingly, and I was like, I better watch this. I did not know the Lars Sullivan te- sex tape. Of course, he is the professional wrestler. You all know him uh, as this big, massive, hairy monster. But a few years ago, maybe about maybe 20 years ago, maybe 15. He was just a poor, struggling person like all of us. No, it was less than that. He's like 20. He's like, <laughs> I don't how know. old is he now? <laughs> I don't know. Lars. All I, I know is you Google Lars Sullivan te- sex tape. I thought it was with a woman, but it was it is with another man. 10 years it's ago. Beef. It's a lot of beef. A lot of beef on that bed. A lot of, a lot of stuff happening there. <laughs> you, you never know what you can do with a friend. Isn't that nice? Uh, but anyway, let's play this clip of Dwight Howard celebrating the win after the Lakers got the trophy. He's holding it up. He's very happy. And I think, Katie, that this is motivational and inspirational. So, this isn't the porn clip. We're talking about the This Dwight is not Howard the clip. porn clip. No, this is Dwight. We can play sounds of the porn clip as well. And as a matter of fact, we might have to now. So that'll be coming up. I'm te- We're doing it. In seven <laughs> minutes, there's going to be... So hide your kids, hide your wife. Or don't. Or bring them into the room. I don't know what people do anymore. 
Let's just play this motivational, inspirational Dwight Howard moment. Everybody out there. Don't ever give up on us. Give up on your dreams. Keep fucking doing. I swear, just keep fighting. I swear to God, don't ever give up on yourself. Look at this shit, bro. It's all the curse out the kids out there. Bro, listen, don't ever give up on yourself. No matter how you get all right there it was katie i don't know how you can hate it he said if you have drink you have he dream. is crying you, you are so <laughs> you are so here's my mean. problem with dwight howard okay first of all i say this what yeah please because apparently you have a problem with everybody i, I just look <laughs> you he, did say you do i did here's the thing i'm gonna get some pushback for this but it turns out that dwight doesn't have the greatest reputation also, also, Why? I'm from Orlando. He left us high and dry. This is personal, Dwight. The magic didn't build around him. He had no chance of this winning. He had personal. to leave. <sighs> okay. <laughs> because you're from Orlando, I give you a small amount of hatred that you're allowed to hold for Dwight, even though all personal. he did was make his dreams come true out of also, hard, from hard work. Here's my problem with this clip. It sounds like... Dwight knows the camera's on him, and yeah, he's holding it. It's for Instagram. I that's what makes it so bullshit. <laughs> <sighs> the children were inspired by Dwight. I don't know. I think that what 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 did people say that's bad know. about him? He was just mean to people or something. I don't know. He's just a pain in the ass. I don't know. I don't even know. He's Superman. Like he's so handsome. He's he's just straight up. I used to love him. Wow. wow. But over time, I don't know what happened, Dwight. This is why I don't trust I'm anyone sorry. who says they love me because it all turns into that, doesn't it? I, can't I used even to love him it. and now I hate him like what I love don't him. I like about Dwight Howard. I don't know. You used to love him. That's what you don't like about him. Yeah. And it is why I just everyone just needs to feel neutral about me. That's what I want. I never want to be loved. I don't want to be hated. Just, just right in the like middle. Milk toast. Nice. Ooh, like a Ritz cracker, but nothing on it. Just you can't be upset about a Ritz cracker. It would be much better with peanut butter and jelly or a little salami on there or a little cheese, but no. nothing. It's fine. It's fine by itself. It's fine by itself. It doesn't matter. There we go. So we will play <laughs> the Lars Sullivan clip coming up here in a second because of public demand. Fernando also watched it, our producer. Uh, he watched it for <laughs> research. Um <laughs> And I'm sure I have not seen it. Yes, Fernando, of course, was now, the guest host recently, so you know his. He he was into it. He was into it. I'm not going to speak for Fernando. On this Fernando scenario. can speak for Fernando. Is he, he's shaking his head. Yes, he was into it, and I understand why. <laughs> the Thunderdome apparently was uh, is, is at risk right now for people because what was it on Twitter? People were like, "We're going to show pictures of Lars sucking the state's dick," and then although yeah. it, I watched the video and I thumbed through it, it took me about 20 minutes to watch the 19 minute video. And so I just kind of thumbed right through, you know, and it was mostly the Felicio was being done to Lars. So he was he was getting the, he was getting some good treatment. I mean, I I will say this. I am shocked that WWE is pushing him as hard as he, as hard as they're pushing him. No pun intended. Oh, my. <laughs> hello. Um, hello. But because they're normally they're typically scrub everything of their social media history there's no like they really put people like this put people in this scenario on ice for quite some time they try to scrub it there have been other superstars that have had their sex tapes go viral or at least make it like a uh page had a oh page and xavier woods had a sex tape go out well and also didn't but pages was a leak i believe which is yes. just horrible. And like they've had nudes, like superstars have had nudes leaked and stuff like that. But I am surprised because he is so new that they're pushing him so hard. And he's not like an A-lister like the others were. Well, you know, Becky Lynch also, she has a sex, there's a sex tape of her that's floating. You know, I think that is what? just, yes, with a former partner. I think that stuff is horrible. And I'm not even being facetious. Like if yeah. you give nudies to the partner that you're with at the time which is so wonderful because you travel and you want to be around each other and you want to have that relationship after the relationship ends you either got to delete them or just you just like there's a never, code of conduct yeah, never share those with anybody i yeah. hate the revenge porn stuff and all of this like yeah. trying to make money off of like whatever after they get famous it's nasty and i don't know how those people sleep at night but lars I know how he he sleeps Willing at night. You just got to blow him for 20 minutes and he'll go right to bed. 
<laughs> Isn't that exciting? But you're right. They are putting a lot on the line with Lars here. There was also some sexting scandal that happened recently, although I read it and I don't fully under, I don't know what the big... Uh, I'm not sure about all this stuff anymore with the way the internet works. You know, I'm just an old man now. Um, but with Lars, they are giving him a ne- another massive push, and we'll see what they do with him in the WWE. If I'm Vince, he already has the sex tape. You look at what they did with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, a bit of alcohol abuse, a little bit of uh, drug abuse in his past. Obviously, again, everyone has their struggles, and I'm not going to sit here and, and mock the man for his trials and tribulations. But they worked it into a storyline. You gotta make Lars the most aggressive gay man in the history of gay men. Make him like the most butch dude ever, and he finishes every match by making his opponent hard, or something has to happen. We're like, make him gold dust, but like the opposite. Like, this is the guy, this is the gym teacher from Nightmare on Elm Street, too. This is the gay dude <laughs> that you see in the back of the gay bar that no one messes with, and he just like mm-hmm. points and grabs your shoulder, and you're like, God damn it, I gotta fuck Stan tonight. Mother, ah, I got called up to go bang Stan. All right, lean into it. Everyone knows this sex tape is out there. It is very obvious it's Lars, a younger version. And I have to say, if that was just 10 years ago, he is aged like a dog. Oh, boy. He looks so much older. I'm going to have now. I'm going to have to. Oh, my God, Katie, you have to do it. If we're going to play the audio for the fans. Uh, for the listeners, oh, I have okay. I've seen the stills. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the stills. Yeah, he does. He looks like a baby. He looks like he's like he's a college kid. He needed to make his money, and I do think a lot of people. You look at OnlyFans, Black China. She's making fifteen million bucks a month. That's these people are doing OnlyFans all over the place, and I say good for them. Uh, and it should Get not it. come back and uh, and haunt them. And of course, by today's sex standards. This is no problem at all because at least it was a consensual sex act done on camera for the amusement and for the joy of others. And I say, if spreading love is wrong, I don't want to be right, even if love is the nickname for my butt cheeks. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just play the sound. We're going to play because now I can't move on until we play the sound because I don't know how we're going to get back We have here. to. So this is Lars Sullivan having sex with a man. And uh, his, but in this in this uh, version of Lars, his name is Mitch, um, which like a like a you catcher's know. Mitch, um, catch catcher Mitch. Uh, anyway, kind of a he doesn't so much catch here. It looks as if he's mostly receiving. But um, all right, let's play this sound here. Fernando's got it all queued up, just naturally. He didn't even know that we were going to be doing this. Hey guys, we have uh, Mitch Bennett and. Um, Derek Diamond here. How are you guys doing? Good. All right. And uh, Mitch, this is your first time getting a blowjob from a guy, huh? It okay. is, yeah. Um, but we've already done your photos. Huh? Um, what do you think so far? Well, I'm having a great time so far, so we'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Mitch, Derek? He's on it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, there it was. Lars Sullivan grunting and groaning if you ever wanted to hear <laughs> what it sounds like when he when he ejaculates. There you go. Let's move on. In the wrestling world, there's other news. There is other news. There is there is other news. This was fun, but there's other news. <laughs> this was fun. I want to talk to you about this, Katie. Speaking of sex demons, Rob Van Dam. He and his girlfriend on Impact Wrestling. Have you watched what they do with each other? I've seen I've seen parts of it. I haven't watched it recently. They are the epitome of like get a room. Like you like act. Yes. Why are you doing this? And they're both handsome or yes. pretty or whatever. But it's just like yeah. can you not penetrate each other in front of me at this freaking Outback Steakhouse please? <laughs> um but Booker T was talking about Rob Van Dam. And he said Rob Van Dam should have one more chance at the WWE. This is what he had to say on an episode of the Hall of Fame, which I believe is a podcast. Uh, This is what he had to say as to which major promotion would benefit the most from RVD. He says, when you've been in the business like RVD, you don't want to wait for 20 years for all of that to happen regarding the Hall of Fame. He says, it's kind of like you just want to go home and finish the career out a certain way and walk away from it and say, man, it was cool. Make one last run, I think, in the WWE is very important for RVD's career. I think he may not think that, but I would think to finish it 
because the Hall of Fame may mean nothing to a lot of people, but to get a chance to say thank you to the fans in front of thousands of people rather than in front of just a few uh, is something special, okay? Don't think about the ring or anything like that. Don't think about the title or anything like that, but think about how much time you put into the business, walk into the ring, uh, and to walk away from it not being able to thank the fans is almost like a member of your family getting COVID and you never get a chance to say goodbye. So there you go. <laughs> That's Booker T. Booker T talking about RVD, how he should have another run in the WWE, get a, get acknowledged by the WWE fans and the universe. And, of course, there is no WCW Hall of Fame. It's all one thing now. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that RVD should do another run in the WWE? I, I mean, I think there's, yeah, I think there's like a farewell tour, but like we all know wrestlers are never really, never really gone. Right. <laughs> they, they always, can. they just keep, they, they keep saying they're, this is the retirement tour. It, it's not. It's just like any, any hair metal band that's still going out on tour saying we're, we're, we're done after this. No, you're not. You can't be uh, done. Hair metal bands can never retire. That's the rule of the hair metal band. You can't do it. Look, yeah, no, I think he should. I think he should at least get the acknowledgement that he is towards the end of his career, right? Um, and wrap it out however he wants to wrap it out and hand hand over the reins. My question, when it comes to RVD, do you think that the way he exited WWE, the way he exited, I don't know, is it fair to say like mainstream wrestling? Not that Impact isn't like well known, or like you know, it's, I mean, there's a lot of fans and yeah. stuff. But do you think that Vince, like, where would what would he do now in WWE other than just like come back? And he's not Bill Goldberg in the sense he is still actively wrestling. He can still move. Mm -hmm. He's got his like Jericho gut. Like, I mean, they're still in great shape. But you know, you get a little bigger when you age. Yeah. Um, what what would his angle be? Do you really think it could be something like that would make him better in the long run, or? I don't know. I'm I'm just not sure how it would even feel if RVD came back. I mean, I feel like if he came back, it, I mean, he did a run in WWE from like like mid two that mid 2010s, like 2013-14. Okay. But he like I think that and then he did Independence after that and I think at Impact Impact's Impact. Impact's just like it's kind of just like that job that you don't necessarily want to go to, but you're going to go to because uh, it's still your it's still in the window of your career, but Absolutely. it's not exactly what you want to be doing. And you probably have more creativity. Um, I mean, he definitely wrote a storyline where he gets to have sex with his girlfriend on camera every single week. So one hundred percent, and that is right, and that's and that's their brand to a certain extent. Like they are still very much in that like, hey, fuck it, let's we we can do whatever we want with now, right? Uh, which is great and has its drawbacks, but whatever. Um, I don't know. I think that if he went back, I feel like he'd have the, you know, he's the he'd be the elder statesman in the locker room and he uh, he'd start handing over storylines. Ideally is what he would do. But putting over the, some of the young kids. But I, I don't know. Well, he's I don't know. Maybe he does like a bit at like NXT would be fucking. Cool. Oh, dude, if he came that would be to awesome. NXT, that would be unreal, because quite yeah. honestly, he versus like Finn. Finn Balor and or he even ver it. versus Damian Priest. NXT does any of those young oh guys. Oh my! Yeah. I I'm with you on that. According to Van Dam, he recently confirmed to Bill Pritchard that uh, his recent status with Impact Wrestling was quote on a per night basis. So it looks like he yeah. shows up like signs that he'll do the match and, and then the leaves. That's ideal, right? I guess. You can just go to work whenever you want. Yeah, so it's definitely possible that he can just like dip the hell out of there. Yeah. And Impact Wrestling did confirm that that is the situation that they have with RVD right now. So, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that would be a great place for him to end his career. He definitely deserves respect. Impact is, as you said, Katie, Impact is Impact. But my God, when you think about Prime RVD, that would be WCW RVD. There was no yeah. one freaking better. And, well, I guess ECW, rather, RVD. That's that's prime, prime RVD. There was nothing mm. better than watching those ECW matches. The matches you would have with Sabu, like the matches that, like, I can't believe that dude is still freaking walking, let alone even it's having insane. an option to be like, maybe I'll end my career with the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, fuck it. Don't I mean that's that's the way to do it though. Like that's I like you want to be able to leave and come back and leave and come back and leave and come back and that's what they that's what so many wrestlers do. Right. 
it seems as if Vince is a is someone who definitely allows the past to be the past. And I'm wondering if this is going to continue on into the future because we have like Miro in the AEW who is just straight up blasting Vince now. I don't know if RVD, I'm sure RVD had some shoot interviews against WWE, like oh, without yeah. a doubt. I just, do you think that Vince, like when he brings these people back, what do you think his motivation is? Like, do you think it is for the betterment of the person and the company, or I, or is it more like the groveling person coming back and Vince saying, "Kiss the ring and see how horrible, it is, see how horrible I, it is out there without me"? And- I, I, I don't know. I feel like here's I. I hold grudges. So if you you hold piss grudges me off, against everybody, including ones you don't know, including Dwight Howard. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dwight. Your your soundbite was adorable. Thank you. As as Dwight's <laughs> spokesperson, thank you. Uh, but uh, I like like I clear obviously I clearly hold grudges. So if you're gonna quit and leave, uh, I'm gonna be like, all right, bye. But I'm also not the only show in town. I know there's other shows in town. So, like, I don't know what it's like to be the only show in town to have people quit and then leave and then be like, just kidding. Do you need me? Are you? I'm like, I'm looking for work. Are you available? Right. Like, I, like, I don't know what that feels like because if I quit something, I don't ever want to go back to that person. There's people no. from 12 years ago that I still fucking hate. <laughs> Remind me to stay on your good side. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's that really is an interesting point. That's kind of one of the ironies of Vince. You know, that's why it, it, people, pro wrestlers that have really worked to the heights of the of the business, they revere Vince in the same way that Scientologist talks about L. Ron Hubbard. Like they talk yes. about him in a way, or even like someone who followed like Jim Jones or whatever. Like they never say Jim Jones. I think most of his followers are dead, but uh, they never say anything <laughs> negative. Even at the end, like even like if you watch like Going Clear or whatever the Scientology documentary, people right. who are past or out of Scientology, they'll still never say anything bad about LRH. They'll just be like, "It wasn't for me," but LL's a good guy. Elron's a good guy. He didn't mean he, he, yeah. he meant well. Yes, he had the best of intentions. He was right. only trying to make me better. Exactly. And so like, Vince, okay. when you hear pro wrestlers talk about Vince, maybe except for CM Punk. Very yeah. rarely will they straight up be like, I hate that motherfucker. Like, they, he still has a mind control over these folks. Here's a fun hypothetical scenario. What happens in the event, which is a, a, a plausible scenario. Okay. Chris Jericho mm-hmm. winds up going back to WWE. Um, to, to end it all? To end it to, all. To wrap it to up? To wrap it up. He has said that he won't. He has said that, well, again, they're wrestlers. You can't trust them. Their <laughs> whole lives are full them. of lies. And it doesn't really matter because when money is on the line, all everything that you've said changes. Can I get a in-shape RVD and an in-shape Chris Jericho in a WWE ring? Oh my god, that would be so fun. That I would watch that. I would, I would love that. that. Just that would be so, just talking. I they could just talk. They don't even have to wrestle. Well, AEW is actually still in a very fragile state. If you had a chance to watch this last Wednesday's Dynamite, it was indeed living up to its name. It was Dynamite. I love what they're doing in AEW. But it looks like they are starting to lose a few stars to WWE, sort of history kind of uh, going the other direction here. Apparently, Benjamin Carter, who wrestled a few matches in AEW, has signed with WWE. Um, that's according to Rusev or Miro. Miro, he said that on a Twitch stream. Uh, this is what he had to say. He says, I know, but we lost Ben Carter. He's gone to the dark side. Uh, of course, referring to WWE, he says, I mean, good luck to him. I was really impressed with his stuff. So now we're starting to see AEW sort of be, or now we're starting to see what w, what WCW was to WWE, WWE is now becoming to AEW where they're just like, we have some money. We can maybe grab a few people here or there. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe they're going to start kind of taking a bit from their roster. And if you're AEW, you better pray that someone like Jericho doesn't leave because I don't know how you're going to fill the next, like he's, if you lose someone like Jericho, you've just lost 30 minutes every single week. Yeah. Like you have just lost, like you have just got Yeah, they to, don't have a very big roster. They don't at all. They still have a very small, manageable, and trackable roster, which is great for fans. Absolutely. Perfect for fans. But I, it'll be interesting to see what happens with AEW 
and if they continue to kind of get purged by the WWE. Of course, Miro, he is still very, very upset with how he was treated. And uh, I don't think it's appropriate the way the WWE treated him either. He, yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. Like they they tanked his storyline and he was still, he was still, the crazy part is, is even with one of the worst storylines in, I can't even say this confidently, but one of the worst storylines in WWE history, which is not accurate by any means. It was definitely in the gray area in the middle of being bad. But even with a bad storyline, he was still so over. Like yes. every, you would get the Rusev, you would shut down the room with the Rusev days and like you'd shut, everyone would have to like take the mic break, let the crowd get it out of their system and then and then conti- continue on. But, but it's like... Also, Miro's got to be a little bit careful because he doesn't want to make life uncomfortable for his wife, Lena. Lana is Lana, Lana Day. She's still there. She's got, what, another three years on her contract. Um, She tweeted out in 2019, November 26, 2019. She says, I just signed a multi-million dollar deal with WWE. Congrats. And during that, that was during, and that was during negotiations when Miro was going through negotiations. So that was like in that was the timing of all of this was very bizarre. Well, I was on I was doing the hot goss on wrestling on uh, on Ooh. Reddit on the wrestling Reddit, which I don't recommend looking at. But anyway, a lot of <laughs> people ends were. Well. It always <laughs> ends with someone mad about something, and then everyone's crazy. Okay, but um, a lot of people speculating Lena and Rusev not or Lena and Miro not going to be able to survive. But I think their marriage is strong, Katie. What do you think? Yeah, I think that. I mean. I don't. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, sure. I hope I so. Hope so. I hope they can. I hope so. They seem great. Well, speaking of ladies, I, I mean, it's going to be tough though. Different brands. Julie, look at what happened with Kellyanne Conway and her husband. Are they still together? Are they fighting? They're fighting. They're still married, but that's, that's just because she's way more attractive than he is, and he's so ugly. I have thoughts on that's that. That's the only reason they're together. What? Like that? They like that? There's got to be some sort of like cat and mouse game, like good guy, good cop, bad cop scenario, right? That's you like think so? they're both in on the same joke, right? I don't think so. I think they hate each other. They I think they're married and have a kid. <laughs> and like, oh, they, can you imagine that? And she's been like the she's been giving out more intel than anyone in the White House. Oh yeah, she's she's, she's spilling the beans. Spilling the beans. Absolutely. Can you imagine that though? If you're so her. you're Lana, you got Mirror over there. AEWWE. I don't know, man. It's got to be tough. Brand loyalty. Who do you choose? <laughs> Wife or Vince? I always go with Vince. Um, but that's <laughs> just me. Can you imagine that? What would you, what would James do if you woke up and you were just like a huge like to be? You would just have to be a massively different person. Yeah. If you just all of a sudden decided to like, I don't even know what the dark side would be. I want to say Fox News, but I worked there. But technically, that is the dark side. Um, <laughs> but if you just yeah, if you just got a job like writing for Tucker Carlson, there's one. There's one particular person that I have said I would absolutely never ever work for. I've already worked for him once, and I would never do it again. And he is like. The worst human of all humans. Ooh. It's like me going to work for that person. Who are they? You have to drop some hints. We he's already a played producer. A- you guys wouldn't know his name. He's a producer. He's a producer. Yeah, he's a producer. Oh, he's a dick. He's wolf? not a famous producer. He's a terrible producer. Uh, he's produced nothing that you would know. George Simonson. I yeah. love him. Yeah, we all have those people. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited two percent cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Well, speaking of people who have come and gone from the WWE, 
perhaps one might be returning. The wayward son or daughter in this case that is Ronda Rousey. She has been spotted training <laughs> in a ring with James Storm, which you tell me that's not a porn star name. Of course, Lars got into wrestling. Jam- like It's all porno. It's all cyclical. I wonder if he ever does get triggered in the ring to like Stop. just kind of get like, whoop, like, I mean, honestly, Triple H talked about how they hide their penis. You know, they wear multiple shorts. Yes, they have to. To hide their stuff. Well, also, there's been events of uh, uh, losing control of their bowels. <laughs> I don't I don't know how well, else to say it. That's a, that's a different Lars video. That's the one he did over there in Germany. So it appears that Ronda Rousey, former WWE Raw Women's Champion, women's champion, she might be coming back. Uh, this is according to former Impact Wrestling star cowboy James Storm, who posted a picture on Twitter after concluding a training session with Rousey and her husband, Travis Brown. According to Storm, he was, quote, invited to do a little wrestling around by by Rousey and Brown and yeah just in the future if you get if a couple invites you to do a little wrestling around uh, 99% of the time yeah it's you're and it's not round or rousey yeah with caution it's good you're gonna have to do things that you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like it was kind of fun but do I feel good (laughs) about myself and maybe you feel great in which case that's wonderful you do you this is a you do you podcast this is all about that so this is according to storm on twitter he he says big thanks to ronda rousey and travis brown emma uh no travis brown mma i see that's what that says <laughs> for the invite to do okay this is the tweet big thanks to ronda rousey and travis brown mma for the invite to do a little wrestling around I can't stop thinking of porn. It's so stupid. It's the worst delivery on this. I know. He goes on to say, I've met a lot of people from a lot of different sports, but none besides the real Kurt Angle that have the respect for pro wrestling like she does. Uh, As noted earlier, Paul Hyman. Hey, Paul Hyman. I got (laughs) to stop thinking about. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Paul Heyman hinted that Rousey and WWE might have secretly already Agreed to a contract extension. Rousey's current contract is reportedly set to expire in April of 2021. So I guess she is still under WWE contract. So she's just kind of getting paid to chill, I guess, right now. Here's the thing. I think with a WWE contract, they don't mean shit. What do you mean they don't mean shit? You can't kayfabe law. You can just, I mean, what's the WWE really going to do? They're going to threaten you, like, if you don't, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what are the, is, eh, it's a WWE WWE, it's a multi-billion dollar corporation. It's extremely scary to go against them. All they do is have time to sue. The whole thing is just made up of lawyers. Yeah. You think that Ronda Rousey could just go tear up the contract and everything would be fine? She's Ronda Rousey. What's WWE going to do? Sue Ronda Rousey? I find that hard to believe. The the optics of that would be so bad for a multi-billion dollar company that's publicly traded. You're going to sue Ronda Rousey? I don't know if Rousey is like... Ronda Rousey has the upper hand in this They're not suing Jennifer Aniston. I mean, this isn't like America's sweetheart. But in that world, she's Jennifer Aniston. Well, okay. I I (laughs) want to see her back no matter what because I actually do want to see... Uh, I'm not sure if this would even be a good match, but I would like to see Ronda fight Shayna Baszler. I think that it could be really cool. I'd love to see the two stables going head to head between the the NXT girls and uh, and the MMA girls would be awesome. Ooh-wee. That would be freaking badass, and I think it would be great for WWE and great for television in general. Heyman told the New York Post, the always reputable New York Post, it wouldn't make sense for WWE or Rousey to go public with a possible contract extension. This is what he had to say. He says, everyone presumes that Ronda Rousey's contract expires at a certain time. He finishes up. I don't understand why people don't realize that perhaps, just perhaps, Ronda Rousey's contract has been extended or she has worked on a new deal and it would not benefit either WWE or Ronda Rousey to go public with that information. But why wouldn't people understand that it would be kept a secret? So that's in the rumor mills of pro wrestling. We don't know. That what that little nugget from Triple H. No, that was, that was like, Heyman. Oh, 
That was Paul Heyman. Oh, so, I mean, okay. I mean, I don't know if that makes it any more trustworthy. I mean, Paul Heyman is like... Paul Heyman is the ultimate worker. Like, he knows when right. he's giving... When he's, like, at the petting zoo and just giving little... Giving little uh, little little bits of bird seed to everybody. Like, he, he knows exactly what he's doing. So freaking good. And if you have a chance to be managed by him, I say take it. Because everyone he touches gets the gold and turns to gold. All right, lastly... Before we get to a match from the past, in this case, it's going to be a promo from the past. Um, I just want to have, I think this will be a good conversation, and then we can move on with a little bit of sports news. Eric Bischoff, he has had a horrible time when he worked at Fox before they fired his ass. Um, He was working with a bunch of celebrities, and he does not like working with celebrities. He calls them, quote, a pain in the ass. And who was he talking about specifically? Snoop Dogg. And I have to say... I have never heard anyone complain about Snoop Dogg even once. Every, the only thing that I I have ever heard about Snoop Dogg and the brief interactions that I've had working with him is that he just smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. And he has and he has like a big camp. He has like an entourage with him. But like, there's plenty of people in town that are way worse than that. Absolutely. He's just got a bunch of friends and Eddie uh, Ed Larson from uh, Roundtable of Gentlemen on the brighter side. He got to smoke a joint with Snoop Dogg, and I was like, oh my God, what a bucket list. Like, that's a check. That's a bucket list If I can smoke with Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg, even just one of them, I will be the happiest. I'll be a happy camper. I feel like both of those are attainable. I don't know. We live in Los Angeles now. Yeah, but I think Willie's got to be living in a bubble at this point with COVID. He's, I think, in in Nashville anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't believe death is real until Willie goes. Then I'll say death is officially undefeated. But not now. He's still around. Still chilling. Last of the highwaymen. All right. So he said Snoop Dogg was a pain in the ass to work with. Uh, Again, going off, going uh, to what Bischoff said here, he says there was a lot of effort and time putting into getting celebrities involved with the show without necessarily being a part of the show. By that, I mean like a red carpet type thing where they come out, wave at the cameras, just associate themselves with the brand. When working with them, sometimes when I feel strongly about something, I need to pause to make sure I don't say the wrong thing. I've worked with some great celebrities. Some have been the easiest people in the world to work with. Uh, Some of them you would think not be easy to work with, but are. He says, I've worked with celebrities who barely deserve to call themselves a celebrity. They kind of are sort of... Like Eric Bischoff? Yep. He says... They kind of, they kind of, sort of are, but in their minds, they really are, and they're a pain in the ass anytime. I find out I'm working with a musician that's a celebrity. My skin starts to crawl, and I break out into a sweat. I start twitching, and I feel like I might be having a seizure. So as I start to tremble, I hate it because they're 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 the worst historically in my experience. Only mine. I'm not saying there are probably great celebrities or musicians out there or musicians out there who are great to work with. Can't wait to meet you wherever you are. It seems like he has a problem being a producer. There seems to be like some projecting here. Yes. A lot of the things he's saying could easily be contributed to to experiences uh, that people have had with him. Yeah, I think this might just be about bad being a bad uh, business manager or a bad owner or a bad CEO. I mean, describing what seems to be heroin withdrawals when hanging out, when having to hang out with Snoop Dogg is just like, maybe there's something wrong with you. I mean, this is, I mean, literally, my skin starts to crawl with, my skin starts to crawl and I break out into a sweat. I start twitching. I I start twitching and I feel like what might be seizures start to tremble. I don't think this. That's not a good. You should, you need to get that checked out, dude. I don't know. Yeah, he says, in my limited experience, they are the worst. I cut my teeth on Snoop Dogg on a non-wrestling project, and it was one of the most frustrating, frightening, and challenging moments of my life. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there were, anyway, there were going to be celebrities associated with Fox Launch, and you talk about herding squirrels. It was just insane. Goes on to say, a lot of my time on that particular... He's talking like he's never worked in television before. <laughs> I know. It's everything he's describing is an average day in work. It really is. I think this is a testament to him, again, not really being good at the job. This he- is... Working with Smoot Dog is worse than working with Vince? 
I find that hard to believe. I or anyone that he had to deal with at WCW, uh, or just wrestlers in general. In general, uh, he goes on to say, "A lot of time, a lot of my time on that particular day was dealing with the egos, the managers, the boyfriends, the girlfriends, and the cousins. And I'd rather chew off my fucking leg than work with another celebrity. <laughs> it was the worst." Catering was good, though. That's what he says. Catering was good. So yeah. it seems like he wasn't even, like, it seems like he was upset he had to work and, like, do anything because that is literally production. You That it's, is your job. I don't even know what show this could be that he was working on. He he partnered with another producer at some point. Okay. And they were making, they were involved in reality television. And one of the shows that Eric Bischoff was producing on was called uh, Confessions of a Teen Idol that had, like, uh, that had Scott Bayo on it, and it had like a handful of other people on it, and it was and like a Don, Don, Danny Don, Danny Bonaduce, the Duch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a star-studded cast! Bischoff later discussed working with DJ Marshmallow. Uh, and he said that DJ Marshmallow won the 24-7 title when he fell on Carmella. Bischoff said it gave him, quote, heartburn to deal with. He also said he could easily destroy him by telling the truth about him, but he will refrain from doing so. However, he does not refrain. He says, quote, this is about DJ Marshmallow, who I have no idea who that is. I love it when people do that. DJ Marshmallow, remember all of those things I said about earlier celebrities, Bischoff asked? All I'm going to say is, there is a perfect example. It was so fucked up. What a gimmick it, What a gimmick this DJ Marshmallow has. I'm not going to say it. I'm. It's not being afraid of anything, but at some point, out of the respect for the people I have respect for that are still with the WWE, and to a degree myself, because I really could give away something here. He really, he's holding on to something. Oh, yeah. He said, it's really easy to diminish, destroy, or hurt people by telling the truth. It is. Just because it's the, just because it's the truth doesn't mean it's always the right thing to do. So I'm going to refrain from any more commentary on DJ fucking Marshmallow. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Dude, he is so traumatized. He says, he go, going back, he says, we have some of the most intelligent and knowledgeable listeners on 83 Weeks. People listen here because they want the truth. They want the facts and information that's not full of hype. I call it like I see it, and people may not like it or disagree or whatever. I really don't care. I know what I'm telling people is the truth the best way I can communicate it because our audience is so intelligent. When I say I'm not going to say anything more about DJ fucking Marshmallow, they know what I'm feeling. Enough said. So there you go, Eric, Eric Bischoff ranting and raving about the difficulty of hanging out with celebrities. Um, however, he like was Scott happy. Like Scott Bale. Like Scott Bale. Honestly, I do understand, like when I was, at, I was doing Kennedy's show on Fox Business and Snooki came in and Snooki okay. from the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. she had mm, probably 12 to 13 people with her and she was like such a bitch and so mean and i'm like jesus snooky like you're like you're not being very snooky right now but then you meet like actual celebrities and many of them are extremely nice that's that's the that's the difference is that the working celebrities the ones that are still working in hollywood that have either grown up in the business or are still around the ones that have, are the a-listers yes a percentage i would say a higher than average percentage of these actors, if you see them continually and you see them, you see their career, you grow with them as they grow, as their career grows, they're probably pretty decent to work with. But the ones yeah. that hit hard and fast, those are the ones that like, like there's, I don't want to name people, but like, well, I'm going to do an Eric Bischoff. Now I'm not going to talk about, wow. but like Catherine Heigl doesn't have a great reputation and she was she doesn't. huge for a minute. And now where and no one's seen her for a bit. Well, I don't it's know like, what happened. You can start to see, you start to see, you can assume that like, oh. She's either not good, deep, great, great to work with, or maybe she decided to leave or whatever. Well, but she like got. You just, she was so mad at all the movies she did. She kept on like she would do the pressers, and she'd be like, "This movie sucks." And I'd be like, "Jesus, I mean, you're a working actor. Like, you should be kind of grateful." Like, play you, the game. There is still a game you have to play. To yeah, because what an unbelievable like what what a what a gift to be able to be in a working uh, artist. But anyway, also, asterisk. Breaking down, Donnie Bana, Bonaducci was on a different show called Breaking Bonaducci. It was a different show. Scott Bale was on. Are we talking about that Lars Sullivan porn again? Breaking <laughs> Bonapucci. Um, all right. Bonaducci. There we go. 
Uh, and just lastly, with Bischoff, before we before we get to a promo from the past here instead of match from the past, um, he, this is what he had to say about The Rock. He says, uh, "I'll tell you this: people were scared to death about how the long how long The Rock was going to go. I didn't work with The Rock a lot, but he had the reputation of being like seven minutes. Okay, I got it." And then 17 minutes later, he is still cutting his promo. Oh, it's like, again, projecting for Merrick Bishop. Yes, and that is just devastating to everyone else on that show. You have to scramble to make it work and figure it out. That wasn't the case that night. It all worked out well. But yes, of course, that is ironic coming from Eric Bischoff, the man who put himself on camera more than the majority of wrestlers when he had the power to do so at the WCW. He's just a... he's. I, He's a big mark. He is a big mark. And also, like, I don't know. You can diss The Rock, but I'm assuming that those 17 minutes were probably better than whatever. the. It's sort of like when it comes to, like, Carmelo Anthony when he was with the Knicks. Everyone, like, he just shoots all the time. I'm like, yeah, but who, like, might just shoot it all the time. It's just shoot. Someone needs to. Someone has to. And he's at 44%. Better ads than most people. So you just, if you have The Rock... In your ring and you're a wrestling promoter, I would just say, like, you just do it. Do three hours. Could you do that for us, Rock? Because that would be great. We just want to wrap this up. So I'm not exactly sure if that is worthy of complaint. But in the world of former wrestling executives, they know how to they know how to whine so good. Uh, David Estrada was on was on Confessions of a Teen Idol from Chips. Yep. Oh, my God. Who else was on this show? Uh, Scott Bayo, Jason Hervey, mm, don't know that uh, Jeremy Jackson, don't know that uh, 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 some of these. Uh, Who's Jeremy I Jackson? Know. I don't know. Fernando seems to know who Jeremy. No, nope, does not know. Wow. I, know. I, have to, I have to look up like episode breakdowns. That's like, that's like, others. what's the lowest kind of celebrity you can have other than podcaster? <laughs> I don't know. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Anyway, let's do Match from the Past. This one, we're going to get into a time machine, as we always do, because it's the past. Time machine. Time machine. It's a time machine. Welcome to it. Um, 2001, Chris Jericho and The Rock. It's going to be kind of a long promo, but it is, I don't know, man. I just laughed and laughed. And uh, so this is them. They are gearing up. For I don't even know what match they're gearing up for here. It's two thousand. I should probably know that, but you know, it doesn't matter. It really. This is just a promo. You want to hear two promo goats uh, going at it? This one is freaking awesome. And uh, if you have a chance, watch the visual of it towards the end. Jericho does a funny thing with his hand and the rock. And man, these guys just so. When wrestling is good, when it hits, it's just like the greatest thing of all time. Two peas in a pod, these two. Two peas in a pod. All right, let's listen. Rocket Jericho left in the ring. They'll now that we've Sunday. gotten rid of that, Brock, you got something you want to say to me? Like what? Well, I mean, you did give me the rock bottom last Monday night on Raw. Well, the rock gave you the rock bottom last Monday night on Raw. Because you didn't do what The Rock said. The Rock said, stay out of his way. And just as always, you failed. 
I don't think you're quite getting it right, Rock. I wasn't getting in your way. I was helping you retain the WCW Championship. I got in your way so I could save your title. Well, that's just perfect, Chris Jericho. Saving The Rock's title. Because as The Rock recalls later on in the night, when you're getting beat down, smacked down by the Alliance, it was a rock who saved your I wouldn't worry about saving my rock because on Sunday, I think you better worry about saving your own And why would you say that, Chris? Why? Is the rock in any danger whatsoever? Is the rock in jeopardy? Is The Rock in any danger of losing the WCW title? You see, Chris Jericho, there is a reason, a big, big reason why people, they talk and they talk and they talk about why you can't win the big one. And of all the reasons, The Rock tells you the truth. The reason you can't win the big one, simply, you are not that good. Wow. Oh, man, The Rock just pulled Y2J's punk card. Not that good, huh? Well, I'll promise you this. Rock, after Sunday, you will never ever see the WCW title again. Is that the sorry line? Uh-oh. Oh man, this is getting good! Just bring it, says Jericho. It's on it! It's on it! Okay, there it was, two of the greatest talkers, two of the greatest speakers in professional wrestling history. And you're right, Katie, the more I'm thinking about this, just a little run for for uh, Jericho and WWE to wrap it all up, maybe in like three years when AEW is like, we're good, bro, you can, you can go do your shit. Just a small six month, maybe a lead up to a WrestleMania or something like that. I would love to see him just in, in like the, the grandest stage of all one more time. Yeah. It would be fun. I would love it. All right, let's talk a little bit about, well, we know basketball. We know what happened with that. Uh, And, of course, there's some free agency stuff. We'll be covering that as that goes on, but it's still pretty brand new. The one thing I love about Jimmy Butler, there was already footage of him the next morning after they lost the finals in the gym working out. And I'm like, just take a break. But that's what he loves to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about football. Perhaps the biggest football news when it comes to uh, a roster addition so far this year. We're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. They have just added to their already stunning freaking team, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, of course, he played with the uh, New York Jets. He was like, I kind of got to get out of here. He was a stealer. He was my boy for years. He was a stealer for a minute. Then he went to the Jets, which is... A phone call that no football player wants to get. You're going to the Jets. It was so sad, and he was not happy. The Jets, of course, if they don't fire Adam Gase soon, I don't know who's going to – like, they just have to – I could literally do a better job as head coach. They're 0-5. Yeah. Have you watched Ted Lasso at all? No, I haven't. Okay, not to not to derail no, it, course. but it's just a great show about a coach that knows nothing about the sport. Oh, well, that's based but on a true a good story. Coach. He's, uh, it's based off like a like an SNL character that Jason Sudeikis did for like NBC Sports. Oh, it's not this. It's not the soccer coach. Yeah, it's a soccer coach. Oh, Is that based I, off a true story? Maybe it's kayfabe. Maybe it was kayfabe that it was. They, yeah, I think it's okay, kayfabe. I might have bought into marketing. He's he's a good coach that knows nothing about the sports. Whereas this seems to be a bad coach that that's not that's not utilizing whatever experience he does have. I have no clue what the hell is happening with New York right now. So Le'Veon Bell, he is he's going with a pretty. I mean, you know, again, keeping. 
I understand this is a lot of money by all, like, uh, you know, real-world estimates. He's going to be getting about a million bucks, so he's going to be taking home about 690000 He could earn up to $1.69 million this season. Bell signed with the Chiefs this past Thursday, two days after he was released by the New York Jets, ending a 19-month tenure that was filled I think it's safe to say with disappointment, but don't worry about the fact he might not be making so much money this year. He's a three-time Pro Bowler. He had a uh, his last contract uh, with the Jets was 52 million, uh, and he averaged 3.3 yards per carry. So you know he was 51st out of 53 qualifying runners. He got 52 million bucks to be second to the last. I think I think one thing that's in, that should be noted is that. Uh, Le- uh, Le'Veon Bell played for the Steelers and Antonio Brown played for the Steelers and it wasn't until both of them left the Steelers that you learned how crazy they were well Bell isn't nearly as crazy as Antonio Brown though Antonio right. Brown They're is straight like, up like dangerous isn't but, it and that just like that that just goes to show that, like Mike Tomlin really kept a lid on these guys Mike Tomlin is one of the greatest of all time I don't know what he does in that locker room, but he he has managed to keep a lid on his guys and keep the focus on the game, uh, like and until they go off into another team and then they start making headlines for stuff outside of football. Yeah, I that is Anton, Antonio Brown. For those that don't know uh, what happened with him, there was uh, there was a sex assault scandal. There were just numerous fights. Uh, he had a chance. All he had to do was stay like silent. Um, for like two more days and then he would have gotten 20 million bucks in a contract yeah. but he went on Twitter and went on this whole diatribe and this whole rant so he cost himself like 20 million there is a lot of speculation out there from people that are close in his world that he has massive CTE and if you look at how Absolutely. he acts it is it is so weird when he first came into the league he was kind of a character and everyone's yeah. like yeah he's a little bit eccentric and but you know no more he was almost like a Deion Sanders type where it's like he'll definitely put on a show and if you're not on if you're not a Steelers fan you're going to be like that guy's kind of a jackass but then as his career went on he just acted in a way that was so irrational and like just completely out of out of line and he got chance after chance he even went with the Patriots and even Belichick couldn't keep him in check yeah so yeah. I don't know. I don't think that guy is ever going to see the field again. And at some point, I know that these athletes, like there's not many people as good as they are at these positions, which is why they can get away with a little bit more stuff. But at some point, you're just like, this dude's a total net negative. There should be there should be some sort of protocol. Should people, should they start showing signs of like erratic behavior like that? Like it doesn't seem, he's a character, yes, but it also doesn't seem healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not sure what his whole life is. It is on a trajectory that is not like looking good unless he makes some massive freaking changes very, very soon. Because money and mental instability, uh, take it from me who has one of those things, not, not <laughs> safe. Um, all right. And just lastly, and uh, we'll, we'll break down some more scores and stuff like that. I think I said that last week. But when it comes to the NFL, I don't know. what. Honestly, tell us what you want to hear. You can email us. Uh, what's the kind of fun kind email? Of fun, kind of fun LPN at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know if you want to hear more like data as far as like who's winning, who's not winning, and all that stuff. We'll keep you up to date. Right now, uh, the Packers are doing great. The Chiefs are doing great. Well, maybe I'll, I'll tell you who's the undefeated teams uh, in the NFL here in a second. But Steelers. The Steelers, indeed. Um, but just before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about the Washington Football Club. Uh, of course, formerly known as the Skins, and uh, Dan Snyder, he's still the owner. And I think it's just time. Dan Snyder and James Dolan, maybe the two worst owners in sports. You gotta go. Some pe- You just kind of gotta go. So more mistreatment claims have hit Washington. Dan Snyder a- a- apparently uh, was quite mean to the cheerleading coach. And this is a quote that he gave to said cheerleading director. It's Donald Wells, who is the director of Washington cheerleading squad. Don't know. I mean, this could be a job. Like a woman could have had that job. Yes, as a matter I, of fact. You know, even in, okay. even in like 1997, where yeah. like women were nowhere in professional sports. I mean, when it comes to officiating or being yeah. in charge. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Jeannie Buss being the first female owner to now have a champion. 
uh, ship with the Los Angeles Lakers, all fine and good. But Donald Wells, he was the director of the Washington cheerleading squad from 1997 to 2009. He recalled in one instance uh, in which Dan Schneider said uh, regarding the cheerleaders, you better keep them skinny with big tits or I'll fucking kill you. Which is a very extreme, it's just a very extreme sentence. Also, no one looks at the cheerleaders. So it really, yeah. and okay, and I know, Katie, you have a lot to say about how professional. We could, sports. I could easily do an entire episode about unpacking uh, uh, professional sports and their treatment of, of the ladies. This is according to Chastity Evans. Uh, she was... I don't know. She was not happy. So this is what she said. She says, I would have hoped the team, because they held us to these high standards, those high standards were like they couldn't date football players and they couldn't like talk to the football players and stuff, would treat us with respect and uphold the same standards. In, instead, they violated our trust with what sounds like a soft, soft porn video. So basically, they would take outtakes from like the cheerleading videos when maybe they weren't wearing as many clothes. And the creepy thing about this video is they edited it together and then they gave it to Dan Snyder as like That's a birthday great. gift. I so, have so many problems with this. Yeah, go on, please. I, well, I I just, it's, uh, it just all needs to be revamped. Also, they're not treated like actual athletes and they are. Yes, they and are. They get like, they're expected to do so much shit outside of the game, like, like USO tours, calendars. Photo shoots. Yeah. They have to do so much shit that they don't get paid for. It's they ridiculous. Get, like my uh, a friend of mine was a dancer for the Bucks, and she got like three hundred bucks a game. Jeez, that is fuck. And like fuck you. And she had to do all this other stuff. And like the the argument is, well, you're you're you know you're an NFL cheerleader. You you like you can know. treat you however you want. Like it, it's just they need they need to re- same thing with NBA dancers. Like I've got I've got problems with them all. But the Nick City dancers are fucking dope. Oh, I love the Nick City dancers. Nick City dancers Even are awesome. It, it was they were definitely the best athletes on the court every time I went to go watch the <laughs> Knicks play. So the cheerleaders have also complained about being given limited parking spots during games. They have to carpool. Will Snyder yeah. and his inner circle use their practice studio as a parking area before being shuttled to FedEx Field? This is what she had to say. She says, you weren't even valued enough to park your own car to do your job. It's according to one female cheerleader. Don't even ask them how much they got paid. Don't even bother. She says, we did it because dance was our passion, and this was a rare opportunity as adults to keep dancing and performing. The money wasn't the goal, but looking back on it, it kind of cheapens the whole thing just being treated with uh you know with that lack of uh lack of respect um so something does have to be addressed when it comes to cheerleaders and how they're treated in all professional sports and without a doubt they need to have they need to get paid more freaking money i don't see these these corporations especially an nfl team like they're doing fine you have money to pay six to seven figures for a guy to sit on the bench you take right. one of those half of that paycheck and put it to that department, and these girls can eat for the season. Yeah, absolutely, like, and at least allow them to make money off of the products you sell, the the calendars, the posters, all of that stuff. Yeah, and it's typically a second job for them. Yeah, I, I absolutely. That's insane to me. Absolutely. Um, speaking of kind of crappier news, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, just crappy in general. Um, but they have uh, 75% of their practice squad is now on the reserve COVID list. So something happened it's where going well. it didn't, it, it, they all got, they all got COVID. Uh, we're going to have, have football every night of the week. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just kind of cool with all these weird <laughs> delay games. Um, all right. And just lastly, when it comes to the NFL, who are the best teams right now in the NFL? The Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, man, Russell Wilson is insane. They are five and oh, number one in the NFC West. Uh, NFC West, again, is absolutely stacked. The Pack Attack are four and oh. They're going to have a tough ass game against Tampa Bay. And then we also have the four and oh, Tennessee Titans. We have the 4-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are the only undefeated teams right now in the AFC East. The Bills are 4-1. and KC is 4-1. and And somehow, in the worst division in the history of football, the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys are number one at 2-3, and followed by 1-3 and Philly, 1-3 and Washington, and 0-5. And 
Giants. Of course, the Packers 4-0, Chicago 4-1 in the NFC North. Literally the NFC East, it needs... You know in soccer they do that thing where it's like if you're on the lowest, if you're like the lowest two or three teams, you're just gone? Yeah. I don't know what they're going to... Can we... This is the the last time this happened, I think, was 2011, and it was also in the NFC East, where there was no team in the entire conference or in the entire... Uh, in the entire conference that had a win, you know, a winning record, which is completely freaking insane. Even like mathematically, it's hard to achieve. It is. It's almost impossible. That's why it's stunning. <laughs> as a, Honestly, the NFC East as a total, let me just count this up. They have four wins total, six, ten. So they are four and 15 as a conference, <laughs> the NFC East. That is like so bad. That is insane how bad that is. It's never <laughs> been so like historically bad. Anyway, all right. The MLB is currently in their championship series. That's the Dodgers versus the Braves and the Astros versus the Rays. Honestly, I watched the Dodgers game yesterday. They came back uh, this past Friday. They came back against the Braves, and it was really fun. And And they just pushed a game seven while we were here, while we were doing this. Awesome. So we will know who's in the World Series by the next time we record. It will either be the Dodgers, the Braves, or the Astros or the Rays. And I hope it's the Braves and the Rays just because it rhymes, or or I don't hope that. Fuck the Astros. Oh, yes, that's right. We don't like the Astros. They're cheetahs. And, of course, they've been plagued by a whole series of errors in this series. So, anywho, Mookie Betts, you know him, you love him. This dude's badass, and he had a catch that was, uh, I don't know, it was really freaking amazing. So, it was the glove, no need for a glove. Mm -hmm. Who needs a freaking glove? So, let's do the play of the week. It's going to Mookie Betts. This is fresh off the presses. And, uh, yeah, it's just incredibly incredibly impressive they're gonna make sure here's a high fly ball into right back is bats on the move on the track he's got it to end the inning what a catch by mookie Betts! all right always bet on mookie Betts to make the greatest play of the week so thank you so much for just doing what you do mookie i also have a friend mookie thompson a wonderful comedian Named after Mookie, a baseball player, yes. um, but not Mookie Betts. Isn't that interesting? The, There's yeah, another the one. The Met. Mookie the Met. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? Um, all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. There's a little bit of sports information for you and a little bit of wrestling news. Uh, let us know what you want to hear as well here on the show. Just, feel, just shoot an email out to kind of fun, kind of fun LPN at gmail.com. And uh, we'll uh, perhaps we'll actually start doing like listener emails and stuff. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah, so shoot us an email. Kind of fun. LPN at gmail.com. I would love that. Um, All right, everyone. Be safe. Have a nice time. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.